welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hey, broads. Hey, quarantine broads. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Um, so, Becca and I are recording this. What day is it? Sunday. On Sunday, March 15th. We're dropping Sunday. this on Thursday. March um, 15th. March 15th. 5.02 p.m. <laughs> the COVID, the COVID chronicles. And um, <laughs> that's a, hey, that's a, that's a whole mini podcast series in and of itself. Honestly, I like it. I I'm like in. It. I I'm like in. it. Um, so we're dropping this Thursday at this point. Lord knows what's, what's up in the air. So just want to make that clear. I'm going to keep doing that, by the way, every time we record a podcast so that like something huge didn't happen. And then ever, all the broads are like, wait. Are you guys just not going to talk about what just happened? This is recorded in advance. Okay. Also, speaking of that, Becca and I are currently sitting next to each other on a couch in our private, you know, Cloroxed clean studio alone. Yeah, this is Jess's backyard, by the way. This is my backyard. But um, there's definitely a chance that coming up will keep you guys in the loop. But there is a chance, especially with you being preg... Um, I mean, this is probably what we will do for a number of reasons. One, I'm pregnant. And then also just for full transparency, like normally Grayson's parents are helping out with Ruth. Um, They're older. They're they're more susceptible for a number of reasons. And so we're probably going to try to cut that and like quarantine ourselves from susceptible family members and. You know, it's a little bit difficult time finding a babysitter and all this. <laughs> anyway, and we wanted to prepare because after I give birth, we're going to start doing some episodes remotely. So we're probably going to try either. Yeah. Next week. We'll see when yeah. it happens. Yeah. But just to um, give you guys a heads up, we're going to probably end up having to do remote podcasts um, just for the health and wellness of everyone. Um, and, you know, we're getting that dialed in now so that it all sounds yeah, Fantastico. hopefully it shouldn't compromise too much of production, but just but wanted YouTube, to give a heads and up. And then also YouTube might be a little different. Yeah. So just wanted to keep you broads in the loop. Um, also, you know... We want to keep bringing that entertainment, We, we, we want to bring the I mean, entertainment. And guess what? We're not going anywhere. <laughs> literally. We are not. We're not leaving our homes. We are literally not leaving our homes. Our significant others probably have no work for three months, so we're really not going anywhere. Also, <laughs> yeah. if I start to do more ads on Instagram, I'm sorry. I'm just letting you know now they're going to be coming because if they're offered, I'm taking them because, you know, someone's going to pay the bills. Um, also, yeah. with that being said, um, over the next few weeks, like I said, Becca and I, we are not going anywhere. But if for some reason, you know, there are little hiccups or days are switched with podcasts, the plan is mm. still Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday. But just bear with us. Bear with us, broads. Breathe I, and bear with we, us. We know you will. You're a, lo- a lovely, loving bunch, a lovely, loving broad squad. But let's stay a broad squad strong during this. And we all want to support each other. And sometimes that means that Becca and I, because of our family and the situation, it just might. Yeah take a little time of adjusting like we're all going to be adjusting during Mm -hmm. this this time um but before okay so all right so we're gonna fully get into love is blind which we're so excited about today. i am so excited it (laughs) i was actually i'm not gonna lie i wasn't that excited at first because i had listened i had watched like the first 20 to 30 minutes of it and i was like this is kind of a snooze fest and i had turned it off like mm -hmm, a month ago maybe mm -hmm. i did the exact same thing so when we had talked about recapping because everyone was like this show is amazing you have to recap it i was kind of like really i know because the first 30 minutes but then oh it took a turn and i am sucked in sucked in 
Also, obviously we know that these were recorded a long time ago. Oh, and that everything's out. Everything's out. Becca and I, we know most of you have watched it already. Becca and I are going to be watching episode by episode and giving you our opinions as we see them. We are trying to remain as far away. I don't know I don't know anything, anything about any of these people I don't except know what anything. I've seen on the first episode. So, so we are going to do our very best to continue. So please don't give us spoilers. Don't send anything yeah. in because we want to remain. Unless you a- have like background info on contestants. Sure. Like sure. send that our way. But, you know, there may ha- have this thing happen. Th- this thing may happen where like, you know, if you've already watched the whole season and there's a character arc with freaking jamie i don't know if there's someone named jamie and you're like hate barnett he seems like an asshole and then all of a sudden he becomes like this lovely human being and you find out all this This stuff about him angel on earth yeah um you know we're watching episode by episode so bear with us with that so you know we may say stuff it's real time get you real mad but we're gonna we're gonna find out and discover these these uh humans as we go try to put yourself in the journey we're taking which is the feelings episode by episode it's like you're sitting down with your best friend who's never watched your favorite tv show who's never read harry potter exactly oh what a beautiful and 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 i you know i literally almost was like about to give a harry potter spoiler and then i realized a lot of broads may be like hey i need something to read and i've never read harry potter during the quarantine Mm -hmm. so i'm not gonna give any spoilers away okay this is a zero spoiler zone but we're gonna and we are going to say that by the way at the start of every single Just episode, so everyone knows. because if we have new listeners coming in who are like, oh, it's a love is blind recap. And then they're like, what are these girls talking about that? Everyone knows that we are watching it episode by episode and we don't have any spoilers. So that's all. Uh-huh. Totally. And we're going to keep reminding you about it. So sorry, it's going to get redundant and annoying. But we also don't want to get flooded with DMs from if there's new listeners that they're like, wow, you guys are really out of line. And we're like, we're just we, we should make a note on the podcast. Like what? I don't know how we make a note on the uh, in the episode notes <laughs> going episode. This by is episode. being watched one episode at a time. <laughs> this, this is kind of live. Yeah. Um, so, so Becca, before we talk about Love is Blind, do you want to have a little bachelor conversation? Bro. Bro. What? It was like over two days, all the COVID stuff was hitting and all the bachelor drama was hitting. And I was like, what's happening right now? I know. Not to compare the two by any means, but it was like, wow, everything is going up in flames. So, (laughs) I mean, the funny thing was, is that so much of our episode when we were covering the bachelor finale was talking like, like Madison and Peter were going to continue their relationship. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of us were talking about like, well, it's it's gonna not going to happen because of this or this or they're going to eventually. Well, end. we just kept saying we give it like two months. You max. gave him two months. It was two days. Two days. <laughs> two days. <laughs> two days. Uh-huh. Also, the irony is that, you know, before that second day hit, got a lot of heat about some of our opinions and then they broke up in yeah, what 48 were people hours. This shit for? I just didn't even look. Oh, people just think we hate Maddie. Whatever, bro. Maybe it's just that everyone loves Maddie and we're trying to give a different opinion. Yeah, I think it's just like, um, you know, I, I just think... don't stand her. That's all. Do yeah. I hate her? No, no, we're just not stands. I have no problem with her. I think that she uh, I mean, clearly also who the who the hell am I to say? Because guess what? You know how how hard I am, how hard I roll. I got uh, maybe 30,000 followers. Maddie has two million. So who cares what I say? <laughs> 
<laughs> Maddie clearly won. So I don't hate her at all. But that was really the only thing. But we don't. We were just coming at it from different angles. I will say this. Okay, so they broke up. And I'm guessing it probably had a lot to do with how the live finale went down, realistically. I would imagine. Which makes a lot of sense. It really yes. does. But some weird shit started coming out. Okay, yeah. Jack? The Kelly? Okay, first of all, Kelly. Okay, Jack, first of all, though. <laughs> okay. So Jack posted wow, some... Damn it, I wish I had that a post that had that screenshot of all the different comments he had replied to people with. So, yeah, I don't have them either. But Jack was kind of going on a rampage, uh, uh, Peter's brother, and was making comments basically like, wow, you really didn't see the Maddie. Like basically comments saying you really didn't see the Maddie we saw editing really painted her a certain way. Yeah. And was like, and like, there's just, he was basically just saying like, there's a lot you don't see. And there's like a lot of reasons that the family isn't a fan of her. And I was like, whoa, Jack, can you come on the podcast and spill the tea? Are you under ABC contract? Because my God. And you know, I Do don't want to get him. On? I don't want maybe. Uh, I mean, get him to call in. Oh, I'm so excited. Broads, broads, hit up Jack. Oh, go and take, tell him to go speak his truth on the Chatty Broads podcast. Tell him he needs to come on, and you know, you know how you can put it. You can be like, defend your family, defend Bar, sweet or Barb. you could even just be like, you should really listen to this episode because it was really whatever, <laughs> yeah. And then be like, and you should go on their podcast because Broads, please, 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 please hit up Jack. <laughs> please hit up Jack because if we can get Jack on, I don't know how that contract would work ABC wise, but I don't think he has a contract. Probably not. He <gasps> probably has like an. He probably has an NDA. Oh my god! I don't know though, but he's commenting away. You know? know, who knows? But you know, I don't want to give will it. Will be our final source. <laughs> I don't want to give it too much weight, but also yeah. like, uh, but you know, Barb's. A, there's a lot happening over there. But then also with Jack, I'm like, I have a tendency to sort of like put a like take some weight into what he's saying. Why do I trust Jack? Well, like that's I. There's I, something you think about of it, him. like your sibling. Like if my yeah. little sister was commenting that back on Instagram to people, there would be a reason. Like, yeah. a, yeah, like a sibling that's not that much younger and all that. Like, even I don't though s- unless he's trying to, I mean, he's just coming to the defense of his family. That's his family is getting blasted online. His brother and his mom, uh, Jim, didn't really get a lot. But of heat. Jack seemed really like even like disappointed when they're showing him and stuff. Like, and it was interesting that Jack was not at the finale. This I would like to know about. Was he flying? Maybe. But I part of me likes to imagine that Jack refused to go. Well, but also, like we said, there might have been like limited audience or something because Hannah Ann's family wasn't there and neither was Maddie's or they didn't show them on oh, camera. Oh, so apparently ABC did make people going in sign waivers because of COVID. So people went in and they had to get like to make sure that they hadn't been going to other countries or whatever. Okay. So maybe that had to do with it. But I think then they would have just limited the audience members. I don't know. I don't know. They should have just had it in a small room with just the family, family to family. No, all three families. Mm -hmm. Chris Harrison and his family. Facial expressions. For some reason. I want facial expression cams in every corner of the screen. (laughs) It would look like what's that one show? (laughs) (laughs) Or it's like Brady Bunch style. Everyone's just like (laughs) making faces left and right. But apparently um, Barb didn't know the camera was on her and Chris Harrison didn't know there was a Barb cam either. So the Barb cam was sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky business. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So they broke up. Um, Apparently, there's a lot of rumors going around that Kelly and Peter hooked up in the interim uh, between Hannah Ann and uh, Madison. There's a lot of talk. There's a lot of secondhand talk. I tend to believe it. 
I like to believe anything I hear. I really do. I mean, there's been a lot of he said he said she said my great aunts, cousins, gardeners, yeah. boyfriends, hairdresser told me this. Yeah. Kind of shit. But I was seeing it for like from like multiple sources mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. Peter's family, even like talking to people at the at the finale or like yep. something about Peter's mom's friends talking about and again, it. the fact that his whole family follows Kelly and nobody else. And so Barb's weird. commenting stuff like we should go shopping soon. Mm-hmm. And like she she also said, like, you're the most like brave, sweet, beautiful. Yeah, we whatever, talked about that. Blah, blah, I mean, ever. It's, it's I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me either. Also, especially because like neither of them has really spoken out about it. And then people were saying that that's the reason she wasn't invited. Well, and uh, Chris said that thing about her that he didn't follow through on. Yes, it's very important. He said like, like, huh, it's important that she's here. Well, but apparently her and Peter aren't together. And Nick posted that photo with him and her. And then all Bachelor Nation was like, wow, you guys are so cute. I don't know this because I haven't we haven't spoken to Nick about it. But they're not no, dating. It's a joke. It's, it's a joke. A, it's a like bait. It's a thirst trap. Click bait <laughs> thirst trap. Yeah. No. Even though, gosh, that photo, they would be stunning together. That's great. I was they like, looked great. Okay. Kelly has never I definitely, looked hotter. I like, she looks this. amazing. I know. She looks amazing. And the two of them are very, very lovely together. Um, and I actually like that vibe yeah together. i do too i do too yeah so that's interesting i definitely don't think they're anywhere near together though yeah. but um so there's that so, so now also by the way claire's season is currently postponed during uh for filming which i sure hope that we get which it which they said at least two weeks yeah if not more it'll probably be more. it'll probably be more and then part of me wonders is part of me wonders if because how long if i mean if what they if they do- decide to make maddie the bachelorette instead shut the fuck up She's got two million followers. They wouldn't. They there's no way they would take that away from Claire. Chris Harrison said in his video on Instagram, Claire, you are still my bachelorette. There's no way they would do what her if dirty all of a like sudden that. Someone, but the guys are also what if cast all of a sudden for her. Someone digs up uh, bad shit about Claire, and it gets revealed, and maybe that someone are producers because they try are trying to get Claire out before because they know that Maddie's season's going to be more watched. In the day. <laughs> I'm shook. But also, yeah, it has to be at least two weeks unless they're just doing in-country travel because, I mean, there's a chance that they could get stuck in another country. I know, I know. And wouldn't crazy. be able to fly back to the U.S. I would just imagine that they're going to film the whole thing in Los Angeles. Or at least in California. Yeah. I mean, you could 100% do a whole season in California and it could be beautiful. Yeah, the liability, though, would be crazy to have that many people on set. All the camera crew, all the producers, all those people. Just I in general. Like, just yeah. in general, yeah. Even if they keep it in LA. And they'd have one, to be like a and big one brother person scenario. has it. One person has it. It's everybody a huge gets liability. it. Yeah, it's a huge liability. So I think it's gonna be postponed for quite a while. So And same with Paradise. Paradise is supposed to be filmed. I know, in we June. we may be doing some uh random recaps. Maybe we will do your season. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. But uh anyway. Um, okay, so before we get into Love is Blind, officially, uh, the excitement, mm-hmm. let's talk about this. I am already feeling cabin fever. <laughs> it, uh, I'm feeling it pretty hard already with this uh, corona quarantine situation. I do picture some wine drinking <laughs> at nights in my future, which 
Cheers. Hey, nothing new. Um, so thank God I'm all stocked up on my DHM detox because being stuck inside for days on end is tough <laughs> enough without also feeling the effects of a few too many glasses of white wine. Do you feel Especially me, Especially when you have nowhere to be in the morning, <laughs> you, you know? You nowhere to be in the morning. Oh, man. Judging by the total empty wine shelves at Trader Joe's, I have a feeling that a lot of other people will be calling on their DHM detox after quarantine mm-hmm. drinking and for good reason. DHM detox is an optimized blend of natural ingredients, antioxidants, and vitamins that help boost your body's natural response to alcohol you just take two capsules after your first couple drinks and it helps to break down those pesky toxins no matter what dhm detox is part of my life anytime there's a drink involved because it guarantees i'll wake up feeling refreshed and ready to go without nausea brain fog anxiety or headaches and i really do get those very easily dhm detox is not just for the rage city nights okay it's not just a party thing. I'm at home, if I'm being honest, most of the time with my kiddo. <laughs> but I do feel hungover so easily. And for me, it's after like one or two glasses of wine. I'll feel, the, I'll feel that headachey, foggy effect. But DHM Detox has completely fixed that for me. How important is your next day? Because for just a couple dollars, you can wake up feeling fine after a night out drinking or night in drinking. And they have free shipping on all orders in the US. So DHM Detox is also a risk-free purchase because if you aren't satisfied after taking the product, they'll give you your money back. This is a no-brainer. You can get 20% off your order by heading to dhmdetox.com and use promo code chatty at checkout. That's dhmdetox.com. Promo code chatty, 20% off your order. All right, broads. Well, fertility is such a tricky subject. Um, It's so deeply personal for every woman and family, but for such a personal subject, the guidance has more often than not been very generic, somewhere along the lines of keep trying or just wait and see. With tools to help us plan and track everything in our lives from finances to steps in careers, why is fertility still just wait and see? That's exactly why Modern Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. It's so fast. And if you want kids today or maybe one day, this is the information you need to put you on the right path. By the way, I have a friend who decided to use Modern Fertility, wasn't planning on getting pregnant anytime soon. Okay. And she got some red flags back um, with her testing and was able to start going in and seeing a fertility doctor and making a plan before even starting to try. That's so, so cool. Really important. That's so important. Uh, This really is an in-depth look at all things fertility. Um, You'll get insight into how many eggs you have, hormone levels, and like Becca was saying, any reproductive red flags. The results go completely in-depth into what every hormone means. You can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options. Traditional doctor's office testing can be so expensive, but with modern fertility, you'll pay only $159 for the exact same information. And without that, normally it's like thousands of dollars. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's modernfertility.com slash chatty. And it's so important because even if your insurance covers it, my insurance, I have like an $8,000 deductible that I have to meet. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, it's going to take a lot to get it there. I know, I know. It's so crazy. Anyway. Um, All right. 
Are we ready? I'm ready. Oh my God. Okay. Let's talk about this. Okay. First of all, I just wanted to bring up, I found it online. I just want to bring up a quick thing of the contestants because this was something I was getting a little confused on. Sometimes they wouldn't keep the names up very long. I was, I was struggling with that. This first episode, there was a lot of people we didn't see. So I feel like I'm just going to go over real quick their ages and what they do and where they're from. Just so we've got that. Beautiful. We've got Matt. Okay. Don't really remember who that is. Okay. 27 years old, engineer. Oh, it's Matt Barnett. He goes by his last name. Oh. His first name's not Barnett. Oh, That's right. Okay. He said that during the episode. I was like, this sounds familiar to yeah, me. Yeah, 27, engineer. Uh, doesn't say where he's from. Okay. Amber. She's 26, a former ex-tank mechanic. Badass. Uh, in From Georgia, I guess? I don't know. Jessica. 34 years old, regional manager, um, and I believe she was from Illinois. Mark, 24 years old, fitness instructor. Both his parents are born in Mexico. He's also from He's Illinois. Also from Illinois. We know this. <laughs> Lauren is 32, and she's a content creator. Cameron is 28 years old, and he works as a scientist in artificial, artificial intelligence, which he talked about. Uh, and then these other ones, I don't think we've met yet. Have we met Giannina or Damien or Kelly? We've seen, we saw like glimpses okay. of some of them. Okay. Um, but they weren't really featured. We no. also have Carlton, 34 years old, 34 years old, who works in social media marketing and Diamond, 28 years old, uh, basketball dancer. Mm-hmm. And then Lily May. I know we have Lily May too. She's not on this list. She didn't make a cut. Oh, sad. Okay. Well, I'm, maybe there's Which more people. She? Lily May, I'll, I'll, I'll mention her okay. because you'll okay. know you'll know who I'm talking about right. when I say Lily May. She was cracking me up. So we start off the episode. So like right from the get go, I am so thrown off by the energy of this episode, like this this show in general. Right. I'm so used to watching Bachelor Bachelorette that I was like, what is happening? Um, it feels almost kind of like a. The, the the way it's filmed almost feels like a combo of Love Island and also um, The Bachelor. It's like, and the actual show itself is like 90 Day Fiance meets Love at First Sight. Yes. Meets, or Marriage at First Sight meets like Bachelor Pad. Yes. Or yes. Love Island or whatever. I, you know, so they have, the, we have the men in their living quarters and the women in their living quarters. Of course, the women have like plush pillows and rugs everywhere and the men have like pool tables and kegs, which made me laugh. It was I know. Big, and the funny thing is like, the okay, decorating yes. was like that too. Did you notice their couches in the pods? Yes, it was like, it was, oh, it was like so. Like gray and navy for the men and like furry pink for the women. Those silly like, ladies okay. love their furry pink You know pillows. how women only like to sit upon very lilac We give the men sofas. whiskey, the ladies. Rose. <laughs> like oh god here we go here we go well um right away i was noting some of the fashion choices i was like oh this is going to be fun you're gonna be able to really figure out people by their fashion yes and and also the so in the beginning too the montage is a lot talking about how it's not just physical tra- attraction and how these men really want to get married and all this kind of thing and i will say the whole concept when i'm like thinking about it is really intense i remember i was um reading an article about like how it kind of all got started and first of all i believe one of the casting rules and again i could be off on this but i'm pretty sure one of the casting rules was that they all had to be living actually in the same city so i think everyone's i believe from atlanta or everyone's like from the same city because they were talking about it actually working 
Oh. Yes. So it's not like, oh, you, you I know. guess that's sort of like married at first sight, I think. Is where, that, do they do that in the? I believe so. Okay. Where, yeah, I think they do in each season. I think they do one city at a time. That totally makes sense. I think. So it's like, okay, you don't have someone from Illinois and what someone in California trying to figure out how to like get married and quickly move to one. Yeah. What city are they going to choose? You know, that's yeah. enough of an obstacle. Um, you know, they're getting married after 30 days. So that's enough of a, <laughs> enough of a, mm-hmm. enough enough of a thing. stressor. Um, and then also, and also you want to have, I, I understand why, too. You want both families involved. Yes. You know, you want to be able to see all that drama of unfold. Course. You want them to be readily available. Also, I read when when they were sitting in the pods and talking, you are talking about being in these pods and having conversations that are lasting for like two, three hours. Yeah, I was I was wondering if that's how it was. So it makes sense that you're really expedited. Like you are spending so much time with someone. It's got to be exhausting. So tiring. There was one point where Jessica, I think, said to Barnett and she was like, I'm just so tired. This is like my fourth date. And that would mean literally like all day day just talking to a wall or like a glowy blue thing. (laughs) Yeah. A frozen wall. Yes. I think Cameron Um, said. Um, But we're we're also getting these clips of these guys talking too, which I just really want to talk about because Wesley's talking about being short and how women won't date him Mm -hmm. because of that. Mm hmm. Carlton immediately he's got his suit on and he's talking about how he always wanted to be like Hugh Hefner and have the pick of the litter and I'm just like okay I've got a bad taste in my mouth already right away was kind of like vibing on this energy that's for sure anyway just wanted to highlight those um, so it starts off Vanessa and Nick Lachey which, show up. I was like, which, Van- <laughs> what a blessing for their careers. <laughs> like, you, how did you guys get the hosting hey, gig for this show? Hey, I know I've never done anything famous, but would you mind setting me up with the like, situation? Because I, this is going to sound really, really haughty. But before the show, like, I would almost say that we're more relevant than Nick and Vanessa Lachey. And that's saying a lot. Honestly, like my toes tingle even thinking about being more relevant than them. But I think definitely you are. Well, maybe. Well, what did. Wait, are they on? Are they they? You know what? I I don't want to. I probably am digging, digging a hole because they're probably like they're probably on a lot of like entertainment TV. And I just don't watch it. Oh, just like shitty like entertainment. Maybe they're hosts of things that I'm not watching. I've never seen Vanessa Lachey on anything. And maybe I just live under a rock. She, I think she used to do like it was either like MTV. She did a lot of like entertainment. You know, television. we're gonna get DMs of people being like, uh, "No, Nick and Vanessa are definitely more relevant than both of you." And we'd <laughs> well, be like, no, "Okay, hey, I stand corrected." I know, and I'm sure they do other things. That's why they have this job. Okay, I but was confused about their hosting the show. Just, I was assuming that literally, I'm imagining a lot of young people are watching this show, and they come out and they're like, "Host, host, host." For real, though. And then I, of course, I saw Nick Lachey and all of a sudden I just came, the memories came flooding back. Jessica Simpson, the divorce, the (sighs) drama, and then him posting or uh, uh, the music video with like the Vanessa lookalike as his new lover. Remember the song? I feel my life flash me by. I'm, you don't remember that song? I don't really remember Nick Lachey doing anything and maybe I'm just showing my youth mistakes but i want you and i feel oh well i know that song growing underneath my skin yeah yeah um well it killed me because she introduces herself and then he goes i'm obviously nick lachey did you catch that (laughs) she says i'm vanessa lachey and then he says i'm obviously nick lachey 
go, mm, not obvious, bro, to have your audience. <laughs> like, also rude to your wifey, sir. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, maybe are you maybe a little more famous than Vanessa? Maybe. But to be like, well, you know, yeah, Vanessa, you may not know her, but obviously. She may need an introduction. I, on the other hand. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I was like, wow, Nick. I got, yeah. I was dying too. Um, Vanessa's like, you know what it's like being judged by a dating photo on an, or a photo on a dating app, which she knows nothing about. And all the women are like, yes, preach Vanessa. (laughs) Tell us Vanessa. It was was interesting to me because (laughs) they called it the love is blind experiment. Which then I started to get like okay, so that's what they call married at first sight too. They're they like, call this it is an experiment. experiment. They keep okay. they keep saying that. That did give me little tingles on my body because mm. it feels very like AIE weird. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, this is the experiment. And you're here, and then they drop the tea. You're here to find someone to marry without ever seeing them. And I'm like, oh, Mama didn't know that this was a marriage show. I didn't know that. I thought it was just a dating show. So I'm like, okay, now this is getting really intense. Um, and however i guess you do choose to get you know they say pick someone to marry without meeting them but in in reality you know you got 10 days to chat then you propose then you then you see them then you leave engaged move in together and then you you get married so you could back out but we kept seeing it was like 30 days until 35 days until wedding so this is all happening with like in relatively a month's time that's and they still crazy. probably are spending eons more time than The Bachelor. Oh, 100%. Eons. There's so much one-on-one Well, time. and they're going to move in together before they get married, even yeah. if it's just for a couple weeks. So. Wow. Um, and so then they're saying psychologists believe emotional connection is the key to a long-time success, uh, not physical attraction. Um, and that's when everyone finds out that looks will not be playing a factor. I was dying when you saw Vanessa and Nick tell the girls that, and the girls are kind of like nodding, like, okay, processing. And then they tell the guys the same thing. And the guys are just like dead silent, just like, Oh shit. I know in my intro, I I said, (laughs) I know in my intro, I said that, you know, I wanted to do this because I didn't want looks to be a factor, but now that you're saying that I looks, (laughs) not her, I didn't want them to see me. I was hoping that I would be behind some sort of curtain and that I would have my pick of the litter in quotes and I'd be able to see everything about them. Talk to them and also see them. What am I supposed to do with this? And then the funny thing is they take them into these private pods, which are basically just really expensive versions of talking on the phone. That's literally all it is. You're like, what about we just do like a phone booth situation? It's literally the same thing. It's just talking on the phone with someone for the, a week. The way, though, that they made it look. I know. Gave me like kind of the heebie-jeebies. Especially when they do the pan, the over, pan the, over. over the top. And it looks like, you know what it looks like? What? It looks like they're not even real. And we're watching in like a little, a little maze. Do you know what I'm saying? Creepy. Yeah. Kind of, kind of started. Like I know. I was actually wondering if that was like some sort of. Because then I'm looking at the hallway of doors. I was really confused by how it was actually configured. The hallway of doors looked like kind of like it was a hotel. Yes, yeah, like a kind of a shitty production setup. Mm-hmm. And then the pods kind of looked like this weird mix of like the OA and Star Wars, and it was very strange. It, it made me feel very weird. <laughs> and it was like, this is like here we are. Here we are. It's 2020, fam. And we are watching people meet their future husband and wives in dimly lit jail cell pods. Like, this is where we're at now. 
<laughs> also, they keep talking about like, is love truly blind? Acting like all these people aren't at least moderately attractive. Oh yeah, everyone's good looking. <laughs> Like, they don't have any, like, four, eight dudes. Not saying that that's not... But, you know, there's nothing like... No. I'm not seeing anyone with anyone, anything with anyone where someone's going to be like, wow, what did I get myself I mean, into? we did see a clip of someone being like, that is not what I thought he was going to look like. But you know how when you listen to podcasts, too? I kept thinking about that. Like, how people think you have long blonde hair. When you listen to podcasts and you have this image in your... And my images of people are almost always more attractive than they really are when I'm listening. Here's my thing. I, and this is what was really tripping me up watching this entire thing. I'm telling you this right now. If I were to be in this situation, I'm very auditory. So I could, I could find, like, I could see myself falling in love for sure in a situation like this. Here's my problem. What? At one point, Cameron said like, you know, I haven't been picturing anything that would be completely impossible for me. Same. I would have developed a face. Yes. And color hair, that face and that. I bet they aren't allowed to ask about that either, by the way. Probably like how not. tall are you? What color are your eyes? What color is your hair? Well, even though that one weird douchey Are you African-American? Like, are you fucking kidding me? I can tell by your voice. <laughs> and I love Jesus Lauren. Lauren Christ. was just like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. But here's my thing is I would literally be in the situation. I would fall in love. I would picture a person and Let's just say the person who walked through the doors was, in my opinion, even technically better looking than who I pictured. It would be really hard for me to adjust because even if in my mind the person wasn't as attractive, they're just not how like how you it's pictured not it. the person I fell in love with in my brain. Oh, yeah, that's real. That would really freak me out. That's real. I, I, I understand what you mean. It's not, yeah, it's not even like a bet. Like, is, is this person uh, uh, good looking enough? It's like, no, you could be hotter than what I pictured, but I fell in love with someone in my in my head. Yeah, I totally get that. Freaks me out. That's what I'm saying. When I see people after listening to their podcast and I don't know what they look like, it's really it really throws things. off. I have to immediately look it up. People message me all the time about how I don't look that way. And I'm like, I always want to say, like, I'm so sorry, because I know that that's a little rattling. It's kind of, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's really, a, like you said, it's a let let down even if they're hotter than how you picture yeah them. it's like you know they could I get think, it yeah that's a letdown. well so first of all okay now i remember who lily ray was because i thought she was octavia spencer lily may lily may she Not definitely kind of looks like octavia spencer for sure like i immediately thought that that was octavia spencer <laughs> like, wait like, what are you doing on the show <laughs> your career is going really well right now actually just here um, to find somebody just here to find somebody um but speaking of auditory attraction there were some of these people <coughs> jessica where i was like ah this voice would be difficult for me to get over see i wrote down immediately i said i bet guys are going to be fighting over jessica not because her voice is i don't like this sorry jessica i, know. I don't like the sound of your voice really it's not like it's not like it necessarily like, music I to my ears it. it's not my, my choice but she sounds like a hot girl Wow, I that make yeah, I get 100% what you're saying. Because she kind of like, oh my god, like talks like that and it sounds like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Oh my god, Barnett, stop. It sounds like a hot girl and so I'm like, oh, guys are going to be you're right. And and when she would talk to the men, her voice would go higher and, you know, typically men scientifically are like, ooh, higher voice. Yeah. She by the way is fit. That the, she is I know. Like she works out. Clearly. I know. Clearly. Um, Mark. They're the first they're the first two we they're see the first sitting, two to meet. sitting down. And this is then when we find out that the pods have candy and alcohol in the pods, so you know <laughs> I would be comfy, cozy, quarantined in there. 
I choose yes. Also, the pod when they're inside kind of looks like a well-lit champagne room at a strip club. Yes. Like kind of like lighting. It's very yes. sexual. Yes. And there were definitely a lot of sexual moments in this, by the way. I'm telling you, like <laughs> phone sex. Like, <laughs> I was getting turned on. So, okay. so Mark and Jessica. Also, it's funny because I realized like the girls are literally just dressing up for the TV show. Well, did you notice that the, the guys like went in first, like first suits. round suits because they didn't know they weren't actually going to be seeing uh-huh. them. And then we see them digress. And then to, it's like, like basketball shorts, sweats, but yes. the girls keep dressing up. Yes. Us poor women. I know. <laughs> for the TV. For the TV. I mean, I would for sure yes. do it. Yes. Are you kidding me? So Mark seems really nice. He's Yes, I like Mark a lot. He's a personal trainer, granted. So I'm like, is this the is did he get rejected from The Bachelor? He probably um, auditioned. Um But his grandparents are immigrants from Mexico. They're ten years apart, him and Jessica are. They are ten years apart. We also meet Jessica. Um okay, right away. <laughs> She walks into the room. She pushes her hands up against the glass and is like, can you see this? Excuse me. Can you see this? And I'm getting a she says she has rigid, rigid a set of standards. And I'm like, I'm getting a um, major Jan from the office energy, like a little uptight. And I have a feeling that Jessica is going to be a little wild in this is a little there's going to be some mm. issues. I'm sensing okay, a lot okay, of problems okay. with Jessica. I didn't necessarily foresee that. And now that you're saying it, I can see it. I see Jessica as the type who she's got the smile always on. And I feel like she's going to start to crack. Mm. This is interesting. That was because it was I didn't just, even think about that. It was just the energy she went in right away. Like they need to be athletic. Uh, Because I'm athletic. And I think she's probably (laughs) picturing these guys looking a certain way. And maybe they're not going to look. I think she's going to be one of the ones who's like, oh, you don't look how I thought you were going to look. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could be totally. No, 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 no. I'm taking your I'm taking your opinion and considering it. Their conversation did immediately start to stress me out because. Yes. It was like, we're from the same place and we're both from Illinois. Oh my, we both love the Bears and my dog is named after one of the Bears players and, and I make Italian beef. You love Italian beef? And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, it was like hey. a bar, first date bar conversation yes. that I didn't really want to overhear. A hundred percent. Because I was just getting anxiety. And I was also like, you guys realize that like none of what you're saying matters really. <laughs> like... Yes, it is. There is a value to ha- ha- like the same things that come from the same right, place. Right, and they're both just like, like instantly like, I'm so glad you're here. And I was like, what? Okay, really? All right. But again, she's 34. He's 24. I didn't really think, I didn't really think he would be into her. Me necessarily. Either. No does, shade to her. I just didn't really think that that, and then he seems really into it. Does Mark give you the type of vibe, though, that maybe he, um, maybe that was the first person that he actually did officially talk to, and he seems like a romantic, so maybe that's who he fell for? He does. He seems like a really sweet guy. So sweet. And kind of, yes, exactly, sort of naive in that sense. And he is, you know, he's 24. I, I, we don't know. I don't think we found out about, like, a lot of relationships. We know he's had his heart broken, he said, mm-hmm. really badly once. But he seems like a romantic. So I could see him falling for the first person I, he had a I connection agree. with. And also the thing of, like, we both love Italian beef and the Cubs. Kind of yeah. like you are saying. You're like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so next. What's Italian beef? I don't know. Is this going to be like when oh we God, said we hadn't be, had crab rangoons all over again? going to be crab rangoon all over again. The crab rangoon. Which are they wontons, crab rangoons? So crab rangoon is when you and I eat like crab and cream cheese wontons, which by the way, we... Which I don't even like that much. 
Oh, see, I really like them. But we have like, yes, we we eat them over in California. We just don't call them. And we crab also ragoon. like only kind of eat them at bars. Not like at bars, like at do you know what I'm talking about? Like it's sort of it's like it's always pub like food. a Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I always just get them in like takeout Chinese. Oh. You'll get like, okay, cra- uh, cream cheese and crab wontons. Like you just get that for takeout. But anyway, I have no idea what Italian beef is. Neither <laughs> is it just beef? Is it, is it a sausage? Pastrami? I don't know. I mean, it sounds fine. Sounds good. Great. Um, <laughs> I like Italian we- food. I like beef. <laughs> next we meet, Lo- we meet Lauren. And Cam. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Lauren and Cameron. First we meet Lauren. Um, she's 32. And her mom, she says, calls she's her 32. once a week. Okay, I didn't get her, I didn't get her age. I was yeah. curious about that. She's 32 and her mom calls her once a week to say her eggs are shriveling. <laughs> <laughs> right away, right off the bat, super into Lauren's energy. Um, she's like funny. Her. She's s- 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 stunning. Yeah. Stunning. And she then goes into a pod with Cameron. He's yeah. from Maine. He works in AI. He's 28. You just right away tell he's a good guy. I right. Okay. So Cameron's one of those guys who, when I first see him, I'm like, he's not like necessarily my type, but the more, especially if I'm hearing his, he has a beautiful voice. He does. I'm like, I would for sure fall in love with Cameron. Yeah. He. Yeah. And the fact too, that he's a scientist, he's right away talking about how, Love is Blind is an, it is an experiment to him. It's removing all the confounding factors of dating in the real world and da da da. And he he seems like truly invested in this from the get go. Mm-hmm. From the get go, he's also from Maine, and Maine just seems like such a nice place. It does sound lovely. I've never been. Me neither. I hear I hear it's lovely. So, <laughs> although these these first conversations, I think this is why I turned off the show in the first thirty minutes the yeah. first time I watched it because they're talking and it's like. Oh, she's like, you know, I can cook. And then he's like, I'm like an introvert extrovert. Sometimes I want to go out. Sometimes I just want to stay home and drink wine, you know, and they're both like, same. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, I can't stand these like the, yeah, the surface first date. level. Yes, where it's like yeah. almost everyone can relate to these things. Uh, uh, yeah. And but they but they definitely like they click. They click. They click. And in in my opinion, seeing Mark and Jessica versus then Lauren and Cameron, I right away was like, Lauren and Cameron definitely seem like this is going to work more than I thought that Mark and Jessica were going to work. Also, yeah. yeah. We had some funny cuts to other couples that we didn't see much of. Like someone asked this one guy, what are you looking for, a woman? And he was like in shape and beautiful. Was oh, yeah. Answer? No, yeah. Lily May was asking that. That's where she was killing me <sighs> when he, he was. Yeah. He says, I'm looking for in shape and beautiful. And she goes, oh, that doesn't sound shallow at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and is that, is that the same guy or was that a different guy who said, oh, no, that never mind. That was that that he was talking to Lauren, I think, when he said, I'm going to guess you're African-American from your voice. His name was John. He's 38. He was the owner of a mitigation <sighs> company, which is like water damage. And he was literally <sighs> Picking his nose, which, by the way, you can do that when you're in a pod because the person can't see you. But guess what? <laughs> we can. For the millions because of Netflix we had, viewers. There's a camera, John. And then that's when John said, if I had to guess, you're African-American. And Lauren's like, what the fuck? Why do you say He's that? Like, from your voice. And it was like, what? And she actually goes, no, I'm white. She goes, oh, you're wrong. I'm white. Yeah. And he literally leans forward excited and was like, are you? And I'm like, oh, OK, well. Then there's John. Jesus. It's going to be a hard pass. It then also cuts to Amber, who I'm sorry, I immediately dislike. And she goes, not my vibe. A lot of one of the first things she says is a lot of people don't take me seriously because I'm not ugly. 
Amber, and I'm like, and I'm like, well, I consider myself pretty hot, and uh, no one's ever just automatically assumed I'm dumb. <laughs> now I will say that people probably like she's an ex tank mechanic, true. So that's probably a weird thing. Sure. And she was in the army, so people are probably like, oh, you're a pretty girl. We're gonna write you off. So maybe there's that. But the energy was definitely like, oh, I'm like, oh, you. Th- you well, definitely we see know it that you're out in the conversations uh-huh. as we continue on. Uh, so oh. immediately she snorts and I'm like, mm, I now really don't like you. Well, she's she the fact that she snorted because he kind of made a noise and she didn't know or he didn't know that she was there. And that's why she's dying laughing. I was like, all right. So the standards for comedy are fairly low, <laughs> clearly, because all these women think Barnett is hysterical. <laughs> which <laughs> he's not as you guys will see from my memes i wrote down so many quotes of his that i hated dude barnett oh my god give me another glass of wine yeah, yeah. Mm. um yeah he right away is just like nice snort um and as soon as <sighs> i see by the way amber and barnett sitting together i right away wrote down by the, like their vibe and their clothes i could see these two dating on the outside for sure yes like i could definitely yes. picture them as a couple and i would never be friends with either one of them not so much my speed you know <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so Barnett's 26. Not to come off as judgmental, but I would never spend time with them. As <laughs> given the choice. <laughs> well, <laughs> when Amber and Barnett are talking, we find well, out. And that he's cute, too. When he first comes on screen, I'm, he's like, hot. I'm like, oh, yeah. he's cute. No, my brain. And that's why I like this show. That's when I start going, like, okay, I like it because I see Barnett and I right away. I'm like, Barnett is the hottest to me. And then as soon as you see him not even like interacting face to face with a person, you're like, oh, I don't you like this guy. Bag. She was like, right. OK, we find out she's a cheerleader and she was in the army, went, uh, went to the army when she was 17. She says she's off the wall crazy. She she also says what she seems to drop throughout other conversations. I'm so used to just running with the boys. And that's kind of her whole identity is like, I'm not like one of the girls. I'm one of the boys. Yeah, which always is a little bit of a red flag for me. And I understand sometimes when people are saying that what they're trying to yes. say. Yes, emulate, um, etc. But, but I'll just say this, like nothing wrong with hanging out with the dudes and being a girl who likes to hang out with the dudes. But also girls rule <laughs> and girls are awesome and girlfriends are dope to have. So also, if you like want to be strong and empowered, you don't have to be like a man to be strong. You can just. Yeah. Be who you are. But I think a lot of times that that comment is used. Now, again, this girl's in the army, so je- she definitely is always running like, with the boys probably with a lot of men. So, well, and then he, you know, I oh know like they're God. a match made in heaven because he's just like, I always go for pretty girls. I'm like, oh. OK, Barnett. And then and then he says that he wants to see if these women can hang with his jokes. OK, like he's like we're about to find out that he's a comedian. Oh, okay? and then it turns out he's the. Yes, I wrote down he's like the most unfunny person ever. He goes, are you clumsy? And she says something. He goes, what about in bed? And then she answers, well, I ain't timid. That's for sure. And I'm like, you both deserve each other. They're a match made in heaven. <laughs> also, I have discovered I was taking when I was taking notes that Barnett's comedy in quotes 
is anytime he says anytime anyone says anything he then like disagrees with it and says oh no like so i'll give you an example if barnett's at a bar and uh, a girl comes up to him and kind of like is like so what type of girls do you like barnett would be like i don't know i'm gay and then she'd be like, oh, really? And he'd be like, nah, I like chicks, hot chicks. That's his, his <laughs> comedy. So every time, <laughs> every time someone says something, that's he deflects it that way. And that's his comedy. Also making that some sort of sexual, stomach. a sexual innuendo. He like the fact, how can you, hey, how can you put together or relate? I'm clumsy. And then he says, clumsy in bed. It's just like, what? Yeah, and then she says, well, I ain't timid. I'm like, that's not even what you were asked. I don't even know what also, you were asked means. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't know what you were even <sighs> asked. Clumsy in bed. No, he's just trying to bring it back to sex. Yeah, it's, oh, no, 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 no. And again, it's the same type of thing because then as soon as Amber <sighs> says, uh, I, I'm not timid, and Barnett says, oh, I've never had sex. Again, that's that's his comedy. Because you say I'm, something and he goes, well, yeah, no, and I'm Amber's a like. <laughs> And she goes, that's unfortunate. Next. Just like, oh, God, you guys are perfect together. I'm actually like super disappointed that Barnett met Jessica. Yes, same. And he asked Jessica, I'm a big weirdo. What's the weirdest thing about you? Oh, stop. I couldn't get a bigger red flag if someone was waving it. A 50 foot square foot red flag above the roof. If someone says, I'm a big weirdo. What's the weirdest thing about you? Well, but then also, which, by the way, with a guy like that, I would fuck with him so hard. And I'd be like, honestly, I like I eat my toenails and I really like to eat other people's toenails. Can I eat yours? And he'd be like, wait, for real? (laughs) For real? I'd be like, yeah, it's so weird, right? dude? I I hope that's really freak you out. Well, when (laughs) Jessica and Barnett are having their moment and he asks that, that's a red flag. But what also is a red flag to me is when someone says, you know what? Actually, this is crazy. I am weird because people think I'd be really girly, which I do have that side of me for sure. Don't get me wrong. I'm gorgeous, but I actually really dig sports and I def couldn't date a man who isn't into sports. And I'm like, if this is why do people have this definition of weird? <laughs> why is this a definition of weird? There's literally nothing that you about that. are girly and you like sports. It's painful. It's, it's really painful. And so then when they all of a sudden had that moment, I was like, well, maybe I could see this work. <laughs> and yeah, again, another one of his jokes. I was where like, she wow, says, Jessica what? and Victoria P would be really good friends. Yeah. They have the same definition of weird. She says, what do you think of dogs in the bed? Or someone says that. And he goes, well, I am one. That's so funny. Oh my. And she lost it. She lost it. Like. You don't have to laugh. Like, don't you don't laugh. think it's funny. You don't have to. She screamed. Um, <laughs> and that's she when, was dead. She was dead. And that's when I made a note that there's going to be, and we see it later. I right away said, wow, there's going to be a showdown between Jessica and Amber for Barnett. Bro, he asked Diamond after she said her name, her name given to her by her mother. He said, what strip club do you work at? And Diamond's response was everything. She was just like, bye. Like, get out of here. I was like, yes, that's the correct response. Like, fuck off. That's the correct response. Fuck you. Um, yeah, we see then a lot of other interactions. Wait, Carlton pretending to be asleep and then walking out while Amber's talking about what a tomboy she was sent me. 
I could not even believe. I mean, I cannot stand Carlton, but when she's talking about how basically saying the same thing she was saying to Barnett about how like she's such a tomboy and she hangs with the boys and Carlton. Well, she just actually like, wasn't even like and she wasn't saying like I'm a tomboy. Like she was actually having like a legitimate conversation and talking about like daddy issues and like kind of diving deep and yeah and that's when he started to walk around the room fake sleeping and then walks out and also not only walks out sees the other guys and does like the symbol and she's just talking and she's and then you hear that's her go fucked up. and you hear her go hello that's fucked that's up. so dark that's so messed up i was like dude oh uh, i wasn't paying attention enough to what she was saying and i thought she was talking about it being a tomboy and i was like well, oh no, shit she, i think she was regardless kind of, it's super but it was, she was having she wasn't also. she wasn't being like oh my god well you know me like she was actually having like a legitimate like open she was being open and vulnerable about certain things about herself and hey he well you know what out. you know what we find out that carlton's not in it for the 50 50 two-way street emotional uh labor he wants a woman that's gonna bear that for him a nurturer mm-hmm. that's oh. what women are good that's why he wants to be with a woman because they're good for that you know <sighs> holy shit um okay god forbid that he have to listen to some other woman talk about what's going on with her i was just like jesus ew <laughs> no <sighs> it was a no it was a no <gasps> yes then i don't know i hope i'm not escaping anything but shut up this guy in the corner who's a virgin who looks like the knockoff will arnett oh dude i okay <laughs> so the men and women go back to their separate yes. dorms i'm gonna call them the dorms yeah. okay um wesley who we don't really get to know says is anyone a virgin here taylor raises his hand and who you are talking about he is shuffling a deck of cards, which makes me think magician. Magi- magician. He's an amateur magician. Virgin magician. 100%. He's in He's got a slick back hair suit, open button, his whole energy. He's an like, amateur how magician. am I supposed to pick up a woman if I can't show my card tricks? Card tricks. <laughs> That's what he's been. He's like, pick a card. She's like, I can't see what you're doing. <laughs> When Nick and Vanessa, he's like, "Fuck, just roll with it, okay?" When Nick and Vanessa announce they won't be able to see each other, all the men are panicking because they're like, "We need to see if these women's are hot or not." And She's Taylor's like, just like, "Oh my god, they're not." What about be all able these card tricks I've been practicing for months, knowing I was being casted for the show? Oh my god, <laughs> I got so good at my sleight of hand. Does he not look like a knockoff Will Arnett? He totally does. He totally does. Well, Taylor says. That every girl grows up waiting for their Prince Charming. And I want to make sure this is it. And he also he also kind of has that similar look to the guy. Uh, have you seen the guy who got plastic surgery to look like a Ken doll? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. He looks like a combination of him and Will Arnett. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, but back at the women's dorms, all the women are right away having their conversation and downloading. And Amber says that she's the most into Barnett because he's sarcastic and perverted. (laughs) And Jessica is clearly bothered as it seems like the girl is behind her too, which we find out later that girl is Elsie, which Barnett Mm -hmm. is talking to all three. Of course, Barnett already has all the women lined up, which I want, first of all, don't get because he seems like a total asshole through the frozen wall. Second, I do kind of get because he does have a hot voice. 
Yes. And he's got the confidence of and being an asshole. Yes. And Jessica even said he seems like a player and I kind of like it. Uh-huh. Isn't that weird how you can like sense that through a wall? And Isn't again, that weird how you can sense that when someone's being a total <laughs> dick in the conversation? <laughs> Isn't that so weird when a guy's saying he's a dog in bed and then you think that he might be a player? (laughs) It's crazy how I can pick up on (laughs) it. It's crazy. I'm super insightful. (laughs) It's crazy you get that vibe without seeing someone. (laughs) Wow, I'm dead. Oh my god, okay. Oh god, I'm freaking out. Okay. So... (laughs) So the girls are then having conversations, you know, the girls are talking about Lauren asked the highest number of men you've had sex with. Lily Mae was like four. All the girls are freaking out. Oh, no. Sorry. Not the number of men you've had sex with. The ha- the highest number you've had sex in a day. And all the girls are freaking out her answer. And Lily Mae's like, what is that a lot? <laughs> I was dying. I, I really I think she's hilarious. I like her, too. Also, at some point we cut to Carlson. Yes. Just starting out his conversation saying, I expect to be pleased as a man. And I am also like, uh, no, yeah, red flag. I right away paused and I started and wrote it down. But then he finished up and he said, then I expect to please her. Sure. But the it, the energy is just weird. It's yeah. Um, It's just anyone weird. Who uses the, I'm sorry. Anyone who used the term pleased or expect to be talking about like sex. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I expect to be pleased even if you're just saying that like and I expect to please her it's yeah. just like how about leave your expectations at the door and let's just have fun and see what happens okay okay oh my god well um, it looks like this is they're having fun because you know they the girls are aren't really fun. in in competition I mean they sort of are but they're pouring mimosas they're pouring mimosas talking about dicks. you know they're talking about the size they're talking about the you know it does the size matter the motion of the ocean ebony was killing me she was like size matters there's no motion in any ocean if there isn't a thing to make the ocean go <laughs> and everyone's like what does that mean it's just like if it's like really small <laughs> Like this thing. They were having fun. They were really cute. Um, okay, before we get into the next day, should we take a mm-hmm. take a pause for a hot second? We um, shall. Like, I'm seeing some good stuff. I have to say, Carlton, as much as he's not like, you know, my vibe, he does have quite statement style. I have mm. to appreciate that. And as an ex-wardrobe stylist, I will say wholeheartedly that a good accessory can totally make or break an outfit. Unfortunately, good accessories sometimes cost a pretty penny that's why we're excited to introduce our chatty broads to Vincero watches. They're cute. They're so cute. Vincero creates exceptionally crafted watches and they do it without breaking the bank. Not only are they affordable, but the quality, the quality is incredible. I mean, high, high end quality. I was shocked with mine when it arrived. The 20,000 five-star reviews from verified customers probably speak for themselves, but I can also confirm Vincero watches are top-notch. No one takes quality as seriously as Vincero. They think you deserve the best, and to prove it, they spend five times more on material and manufacturing than other DTC watch brands. I mean, they're just so cute. You've got all these quality leather quality quality faces with lots of very cute options stylish trendy so good it's literally quality that you can feel i got evan one and it's like this matte black watch with a big face and it's so sexy i'm telling you i can't get 
over not only how sleek these watches are, but the quality is unreal. I have held and worn watches that cost a lot more that are not nearly the same quality as Ventura watches. <laughs> I've held Rolexes, I've darling. Held the highest end, but seriously, it's it's so true. Um, of course, we all know the potential frustrations of online shopping. Will it fit? What if I don't like it? With Vincero, you don't have to worry about any of that because they offer free shipping and then 30-day returns and guarantees for your watch for two years. That's a good amount of time. That's a good amount of time. No matter who you are, what your style is, there's a watch for you at Vincero. So don't overpay for accessories that look cheap and are going to disappoint you because this is a piece that you'll actually use. This is a piece that will last people exclusively for Chatty Broad's listeners too. Vincero's offering an extra 15% off their already afford watches just go to vincerowatches.com and use promo code chatty don't you dare pay full price at checkout don't you dare use our code chatty for 15 percent off at v-i-n-c-e-r-o watches.com vincerowatches.com all right so like you said the next day the women are making mimosas and the guys oh but of course are doing handstand push-ups with barnett at the epicenter I, no <laughs> they're lifting him like of course he's the one who's yeah i would be drinking mimosas i'd be like this is my vacation honey he can't see me yeah, <laughs> seriously he can't see what a drunken mess i am i'm falling <laughs> off the couch right now i can barely stay awake my mascara is dripping everywhere <laughs> i am a hot mess i am so drunk i am in sweats i'm nude whatever i was really surprised that there's i mean even being filmed i just know from being on the bachelor day three my level of style would be oh no very depleted i'm going cute sweats you're the like whole time. i have to do 14 hours of this a day i'm going cute cute comfy outfit um Leggings. definitely not like a bodycon dress like some of these queens were able to continue queens. to do like with their heels on my god maybe that's the only thing they packed that's definitely a possibility thinking that they were going to be with these people D- like dating. in person the whole time yeah, definitely a possibility. Um, OK, so now we have Carlton sitting down with Diamond. He, he is a social media manager or like content. Yeah, he, by the way, really strikes me as someone who which later in the episode, he said something that was like, oh, that kind of confirms my theory. But at this point, he struck me as someone who was kind of like bullied a lot and maybe really or maybe not bullied a lot, but was just like really shy and never really kind of like fit in Mm -hmm. in grade school. And then he like went to college in another state and got laid a lot and got a boost of confidence. But he's like got that underlying like I'm an insecure guy trying to overcompensate. And then as we start talking later on, we're like, oh, it makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. It falls together for sure. Um, uh, Also, he said, I feel like I could see right through him right away. I'm like, you're not that confident. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I completely Which is kind of what bothers me, you know, the whole thing of like, I have my pick of my litter. Women like chocolate. Like do saying all this stuff. I'm just like, stop. You're overcompensating. It's too much. Stop. Well, he sits down with Diamond, who, like you said, is a professional dancer for the NBA, I believe. Um, And she says that she gets hit up a lot because of the way that she looks. And she wants people to just to get like just to get to know her for her personality. Um, Carlton's (laughs) first question. I'm fucking hot yeah but she said it in a way better way than way Amber better was way. just like I'm, I'm not ugly I'm not ugly <laughs> no no, no so. she did say it in a way better way <laughs> um Carlton's first question is so what are some things that stood out to you about me 
Is he exactly why he walked out of the conversation with the Amber? He's like, well, we're not talking about me. So this girl, this chick's boring. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, what about what, let's, let's reverse that and be like, hey, Diamond, here are the, the things that stood out <laughs> about you to me. Hey, Diamond. Um, she pulls out her notes and Carlton is like, he's got energy. He's standing up. He's pacing. He's talking about travel. And then all of a sudden she's he's kind of like asking if he's going to let her go or uh, if she would let him go to Vegas for a bachelor party and kind of already asking those questions, which I get now we're day two. Let's start to okay. ask these questions. Like, let's let's get serious. Um, and he's thinking that she's different from a lot of women because she's saying that she said, I want my king to have fun. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> she but she her energy, though, definitely seems like she is a trusting person. She makes some comment about like, I'm not your ex, um, you know. She, she's going to trust her partner. They want to go on another date. I feel like they, they're they're two who I could see in the cube, in the pods. They're hitting it off really well. But the second that oh, they're gonna be in person, there's going to be a lot there's of There's going to be a lot of yeah. issues. Because it's like, okay, maybe the chemistry is good when you're not like like with the other person. But I, I, I don't foresee this going very well. Or at least there's going to be, it's going to be a rough ride, I think. Well, the preview showed a lot at the end. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It like, looked like she was throwing something everything. in his face. But I don't know if that was her or not. It was a quick. I, yeah. I, yeah. Um, it's hard, too, because I've also like seen conversations happening on the Internet before watching the show. And so I sort of have an idea sometimes of like what goes on, because I've seen okay. people talking about not like specific names, but sort of like topics okay. like talking about like black bisexual men and like how I, they're perceived by women and i've seen like a lot of that conversation i, I had on actually the heard the black bisexual um male piece but i didn't like but then when i started to watch i kind of forgot about it and yeah. then when he said that i was surprised like i, ha- yeah. I kind of com- completely forgot about it um so then we get back to mark and jessica they seem like they have a connection um she says that his conversation is who she looks forward to the most um then we got a quick turnaround because we see then Barnett go through his, you know, he says Amber's scary, his, but he's into her. Uh, and then he says he thinks Jessica's wifey material, but he thinks there's maybe something wrong because she is single at 34, a.k.a. he's scared she's not a dime piece. That's what I think Barnett's tripping out about. Oh, he's like, you seem great, but you're single at 34. Oh. Barnett's brain goes, is she ugly? Is that why? Okay, that you're yes, you're piecing things together for me. You're Though she has hot together. girl voice, Barnett uh-huh. for sure. You're piecing that's his, things that's together. That's his concern. Um, and then he starts asking her if they um don't uh have like. Uh, do we have to start a family the second we leave? He wants to make sure she isn't there to start a family. Right. And isn't, then she isn't trying to use him for kids. Yeah. <laughs> I just want your sperm, Barnett. Okay. You seem funny. Which, granted, then she's in a conversation later where she's just like, all I want is like, I just really want kids. I know. She wants to have a family. Well, she's so like, like well, I'm a fucking about, catch. I, I don't need your sperm, <laughs> which I liked that response. Um, and then we're introduced to LC, who does have a nice voice. 
who has a very nice voice. Jess, we would have a leg up. We have a podcast, so that means some people like our voice. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I also want to say that if I was in this situation, and this is like maybe gross, and I don't want to say gross. What? It's maybe telling of me, but as I'm watching this, I literally was like, day two, I'm like sexting. Sure. There was like such this weird sexual energy to me about this. And I don't know if it's because I'm really auditory, but watching this shit, I was like, if I'm alone in a room and I can't see someone and I hear in his voice him make a comment kind of like, well, you sound hot. I'd be like, all right, here we go. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I used to stay up with my boyfriends like back in high school and we'd talk on the phone for like three hours at night laying in bed you know and uh, uh, things always end up getting a little spicy is there anything hotter than a texting sexting situation like well i like talking on the phone more than the sexting really see i like this i like the the sexting sexting's okay but then also it's not always in real especially if it's not at night when you're both just on your phone because then there's some lag and then you're like okay yeah i guess i'm thinking like at night and all of a sudden you get like if you're going right back and forth quickly then that works but i have had it be like three or four minute delay (laughs) like this is just this you taking the wind out from under myself come on no it's like when during the day he's out in public with family with his grandma no i'm just but i like to think about that <laughs> no but you know what i'm saying like during the sexting yeah. during the day or like at but work i do and but i like sending right like a hot random sext knowing that he's like at work and probably having a conversation with someone and i know that it's popping up and then all of a sudden he's like oi oh i remember sending something to my ex and he was literally at out to dinner with his brothers and he was like, I'm so hard under the table oh right now. Oh, my God. And I was see? like, yeah, see, I know. See, I know. I know. I know what I you're talking not, about. It's I hot. would not be appropriate in one of these pods, guys. That's all I'm saying is that like like Netflix would have to take the camera out of the pod because your girl would be getting like disrobed hearing like the hot voice and but like not knowing. sexting. What about phone sex, which is basically what's happening here? No, phone sex is fantastic. Yeah. I'm just saying I do enjoy like a sex. It's very hot. Um but Elsie does have Which, a hot voice. This is, by the way, kind of a big deal. And it's the same with The Bachelor. Jess, you're blindsided by the way that they text until you're like engaged to them. Think about that. That's that's and then a weird one. All of a one. sudden they're sending weird <laughs> emojis and you're like, who uses that emoji? Do you know that? I- <laughs> or they like use way too many exclamation points and you're like, you're not who I thought you were. Uh huh. After knowing them for I, after getting engaged to them. Honestly. That is such an amazing point because the way someone texts is very disarming. Mm-hmm. If you've never texted and then you're like intimate with them. Oh, wow. Haven't even thought about it. Mm-hmm. Had to look up an emoji someone sent me the other day. I would not be good at this. I was like, what does this mean? What, what emoji was it? Some guy sent me this thing and I thought we were like, like work kind of texting. And then it was like that smirk emoji was kind of like, like a... a- yeah, with a little bit of like a little bit of an innuendo comment back. And I was like, mm? and then I was like, what does that emoji mean? Is that like a, I don't know. And then I looked it up and then it was like kind of flirtatious. And then I was like, uh, this one, is it this one? Uh-huh. <laughs> you do it really well. <laughs> and I was like, oh, first of all, I didn't know you were an emoji sender. Also, <laughs> this feels inappropriate for work. <laughs> Evan. Hey, Evan, text him back. This is not right. <laughs> um, okay, okay, so, so Elsie, Elsie, cutie pie, and Barnett says, 
at some point in their conversation. I don't know what else they said because it's the only thing I wrote down. When he said, I've never been into high-waisted jeans. Why waste a perfectly good ass? And I'm like, first of all, I don't give a fuck what you think about high-waisted jeans. Secondly, what are you talking about? High-waisted jeans they look show off so the good on a, on a nice, juicy peach. High-waisted jeans serve the ass on a platter, well, okay? granted, if you're in the flat-ass crew, which I'm verging on there, sometimes it can be like back, it can look like a 15-inch butt or like a 24-inch butt, you know? So it's like, fair. Okay, maybe not like the best to show off the butt for some girls, but like, what do you mean, why waste a good ass? What are you talking like, about? Like, how dare you, Barnett? You are... But also just like, what are you talking about? You're just wrong. You're wrong. Number one, you're wrong. What, what Number would, two, guess what? We don't care. I will continue to you're wear. You're literally the last person I want to impress, Barnett. Like, honestly, Barnett, if we were at what a bar. What can I do to disgust and you? And you came up to me and you, like, criticized my clothing choices. I'd be like, great, I'm doing something right. If he came up. <sighs> Barnett. But. He's into Elsie. He says that he thinks oh, she has like a happy imagine free if spirit. Someone, imagine if someone said that to you. Like you're talking on the phone. They're like, I've never been into high waisted jeans. Like why you know waste what? a perfectly good ass? Here, let's let's okay. be on the phone. Okay, we got to give context to the conversation because what was the context, you know? Of this conversation? So what are you wearing? Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of casual right now. Like just like a a white t-shirt and some like ripped up high waisted jeans. I, ugh. <laughs> ugh. I've never been into high-waisted jeans. Why, why waste a perfectly good ass? Hello? Bitch. <laughs> That's how I would respond. <laughs> That's how that conversation would go. And he's just like, oh. Ugh. Oh, bad taste. But he says that she's at the top of his list. At least that's what he says in then, this moment. Then, of course, things change, which, by the way, I'm pretty sure that he ends up being more into Jessica because he senses that Mark is into Jessica and maybe one of the other guys is, too. And maybe none of the other guys are into LC. So he's like, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I think he ends up with Amber, though. Hot I take. Have that, I have that feeling, too. It also seemed like that in the previews. They were, like I said, they're showing too much. And I was seeing brown him with I brown think hair. That him, I think that him and uh, Jessica end up together and i think really? that i think that they then when they're all going maybe on a on a group trip somewhere that oh, him wait, and are Amber, they continuing to interact as a group after i don't know they get it engaged? looked like when they were like jumping off a boat it looked like people they were all like on a vacation oh shit. maybe i'm wrong but if that's the case i Ooh, think that's even more juicy i drama. sure hope that's but if, if that's the wow. case i think him and jessica end up together and then i think he okay. ditches jessica and he ends up Hooking up with Amber. Hot take. Hot, hot take. take. Um, well, go back to the lovely. Oh God. Okay. So we see Cameron they're already and Lauren. married. Lauren and Cameron. He tells her that his connection with her was the strongest. She feels the same way. Um, the, the the contrast between John thirty eight who says like, oh no, not John. Excuse me. One of the other guys who says like, I want someone who's in shape and beautiful. And then Cameron says that he wants someone who isn't afraid to tell him when things are difficult understands the type of person he is because he thinks he's a little different. Um, and hmm. I believe every part of my being believes everything Cameron says. Yeah, no, he, he is a good, honest guy. And I you believe can just tell. everything. And he's the guy that you want your friend to be with. You're like, yes. you know, you're like, yes. He also says that he was a firefighter um, and AI, like robotics 
person. Mm. Um, he says he's sensitive. And I mean, Lauren then starts talking about how there's been no phones, no texts, and they're really connecting and it's crazy. And now they're crying together. I know. This romantic music is overcoming. They are lovers who have never touched. I, I am so into this. And it is like, it is r- real shit. Like they're both teary. They're opening up about um, their fa- how much they love their families and all this. And Lauren goes back to the girls and she's like, Cameron and I cried together and everyone is so jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're being supportive. So but like, I'm just everyone like, else here sucks compared. What the fuck? I'm like, I was just in a pod with Barnett and he told me that my ass wouldn't look good in those jeans and you and Cameron cried together. I mean, these are like the three guys we have highlighted right now. I mean, four guys. There's Mark. Mark is sweet. Seems sweet. Very sweet. Barnett. Bit. Bleh. Bleh. Cameron. Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And then Carlton. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then the next day we see Mark and Jessica together and um that's when we find out. They're how good long together too. They seem good together. I just so she's worried because <sighs> she's was once she said with a guy who was 41 and she felt like she was fast forwarding her life a bit and she feels like Mark might be doing that with her, which I feel like, you know, she's experienced like a 10 year age Dude. gap, maybe. But then they start to get into this conversation about how she's because he says it doesn't matter to him. She starts to say that she's super Christian and he's like, I have a cross tattoo. And she's like, my spiritual leader. (laughs) Not only that, when she says that she's super Christian, his response is, holy shit, we're the fucking same person or same version. And I was like, just the idea of saying super Christian and the response is a holy shit. We're the same. Jesus Christ. We're on the same page. <laughs> I was dying. Um, but yes, apparently the tattoo on his body that has open spots for his future children, but not significant other, I wasn't sure. Um our reason for them to move forward. Which um by the way, Jessica's like concerned about his age, but like judging by emotional maturity, I mean sorry guys, we're really picking on Barnett again a lot today, but how old is he? Twenty eight? 30? Yeah. And Mark like, is way more seems way Barnett more stunted. <laughs> Mark seems way more emotionally mature. When she's having the conversation with Barnett versus Mark, it feels like reverse. It feels uh-huh. like almost jet like Mark's the oldest and Jessica's having a conversation with Mark and then she goes and she meets up with Barnett and Barnett is like the college guy who she's like having sex with who's just kind of like, "Oh, what? That was super hot." Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is literally, she is like throwing her body over the couch, like in full orgasm at his description of his tattoo. No, And then they're picking out kids names next thing you know. Yes. And, and he is like taking deep breaths. Like he is super into her, um, super into her. But then did you notice, by the way, she then goes and talks to the women. Did you notice how her voice changes like <laughs> drastically? Like to the point where I was, I was taking notes and I was hearing her talking to Mark and then she went into the women's air, like their dorm and she's talking about Mark and I had to stop it. And I was like, who's talking? Because her voice was unrecognizable. It's actually really true because I I was curious as I was listening to her, I didn't quite pick up on it so clearly as you did, but because, but it was more subtle for me where I was like, wait, I thought I hated her voice. And like, now it's really not bothering me. Yes, yes. In the pods, she's got this crazy, oh my God. Baby voice. Baby, Mark. Baby voice. 
And then she goes with the women and she's like, has this like normal, you know, yeah, not normal, but like, yep. you know, not that crazy high pitched little baby voice, yep. Yep. Uh, which again sets off my alarm bells where I go, oh, I think we're going to see a different side of Jessica. Before we, <laughs> uh, before we go into see what happens more, I can't do segues. Yes. yes. Take a quick Let's break? take a quick break. Um, so <clears throat> in the past. I have not been the best or most consistent sleeper. It felt like the littlest disruption would wake me up and I would either be awake the rest of the night or would fall back asleep with such poor sleep quality. It basically made me feel as rested as if I would have never went back to sleep in the first place. And apparently my child took this trait from me as well. She's the exact same way. Um, And take it from someone who knows bras. Restorative sleep is crucial to overall health. I cannot live without this product. Nope. Seriously. Jess and I and everyone in our families literally use yoga sleep products they're basically the godfathers of restorative sleep products because they've been around for over 50 years and they invented the very first white noise machine talk about game changer Mm -hmm. it's safe to know it's safe to say that they know what they're doing because I sleep with their white noise machine every night. Ruth sleeps with one in her room every night. And it's totally changed the way we all sleep. Grayson just can't sleep without a white noise (laughs) machine, plain and simple. So he actually already had one. Like he already had a yoga sleep noise machine before we even moved in together. Um, Oh, yeah. I remember you saying that. Mm -hmm. Well, I love mine so much. And I immediately got one for Ember's room and also an extra one for when Evan and I travel. Um, It's so soothing and really blocks out disruptions to assure we all sleep soundly through the night no matter what. I know for myself, I'm the best version of me when I get a solid six to eight hours of restful deep sleep. And I truly don't think it would be possible without the help of my yoga sleep white noise machine. And as for Ember, we used to have like three sound machines in her room because they couldn't cancel out all the noise and ember needed all the noise canceled out and oh my god it was like a jet engine in her room well yoga sleeps dome sound machine use this fan based uh sound that fills the entire room it cuts out all the sound and isn't unbearably loud which i love so guess what i only use the one dome sound machine now instead of the three jet engines and it is so much so much more soothing Go to yogasleep.com slash chatty to save an exclusive 20% off a sound machine for natural sleep for the whole family. Guys, it really works. It's it's awesome. That's yogasleep.com slash chatty to get 20% off. Yogasleep.com slash chatty. And if you're looking that up, yoga sleep is one word. Yogasleep.com slash chatty. Also, it's one of those weird things where I don't remember that it's there until I turn it off. Like yeah. it's not, doesn't sound like anything. Yes. But when it's off, I'm like, holy shit, because I can hear every fucking thing going on. The other ones on. can be kind of aggressive if you're turning them up louder, which you need to. Yeah, no, that this has one that we soothing, keep it on like, all day without realizing it because mm-hmm. it's so, yeah. It's amazing. Um, okay, Broads, if you know me, you know I'm a planner, big time. So when I heard about the whole social distance distancing thing, uh, I started a list of things that I could do to keep myself occupied during this quarantine. And one of the things at the top of my list is, of course, my favorite phone game, Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a casual way to pass the time but still engage your brain. And they update the game monthly with new levels and events so it never feels old, which, thank God, because at this rate, I will take 
anything to make this social distancing period go as fast as possible. And Best Fiends is so much fun to play, and the graphics are crazy good. All the creatures are cute, and the bad guys are slugs, which resonates with me because you know how much I hate slugs. I know this is your perfect game. I hate them. Um, I love it because it's a nice break from obsessively scrolling through social media or updating my news app. At some point, you got to turn some of those things off and mix it up. And Evan and I now have both downloaded the Best Fiends app and, and game. And we love to have a little friendly competition, okay? Loser does the dishes for the week, which means I am extremely motivated to beat him. Of course, if there aren't crazy high stakes like dish duty on the line, the game is super casual. You can play as much or as little as you feel like. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. And trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. You download Best Fiends for free, by the way. We didn't mention it's for free on the Apple Mm -hmm. App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Okay, so we see Mark or we see Jess say that Mark is her front runner. Um, that's also when we hear her say that she wants to be a mom more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go and we see Barnett and Jessica in the pod. Um, see, and like Mark's probably going to be serious about having kids soon. I he totally like can that see type. that. Yeah. And uh, Barnett and Jess are in the pod <sighs> and he asks her like, what would you want your husband to be doing when you come home? And she's like basically hanging out on the couch waiting for me. And you see him mouth like, like, wow, she's the one. <laughs> He's like vibing on this so hard. And I was like, also, what a weird <laughs> question. Yeah. What would you what would you want your husband doing when you come home? I'm washing the fucking dishes, cleaning the house, tending to the children while I'm out living my life with my girlfriends. That's what I want him. Doing <laughs> I would when want I come him home. to not be home. OK, I want to come home to an empty house and I want to know that he's out just making shit I tons want of money on the table for me while he's out supporting our family but i want the house looking immaculate i want dinner on the table yeah that's what i expect in my partner sorry just so you know <laughs> she said on the couch on the couch um but she's the type that ends up with these kind of dudes I, that's, that's see why, that's what i'm that's feeling that's why she's yes. single at 34 it's because she's oh. always with the fucking barnettes of yes. the world and her girlfriends Completely. are always like jessica why are you dating this guy and she's like oh but it's different when it's me and him literally just nailed it on the head like completely i see that's the problem i feel like that's why i feel like she's gonna go for barnett because it's just like what she's used to um she, or she's gonna ruin it with mark if she ends up with him i don't right it. um well we barnett does have a softer moment um and so then i did have this 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 quick little thought which i don't think this is true but you never know because it's only we're only one episode in i right away thought like is mark someone who puts up this whole fuck boy energy but it's kind of just a facade and he's going to be heartbroken if jess actually picks mark and he is he going to be the one who like pines for jessica the whole time i don't know i don't get this energy i don't think this but i'm just trying to play the other end in case all of a sudden it turns out that barnett's like this super sensitive guy deep down and we're kind of like wait what Jess now doesn't know if she's more into Mark or if she's into Barnett more. Um, we start day four, Cameron and Lauren, the glory couple. Um, they remind me of like staying up late talking with your freshman year crush. I know. I'm obsessed. Or like a long distance relationship. Ugh. And they said, I love you. I couldn't. Okay. When he says that he's been thinking about her nonstop and like 
then Cameron starts talking about how he's a little bit like nervous and flustered because he's feeling like, I feel like I have to look good for her. And I'm like, he's not talking about like her looking good for him. He's worried about looking good so for cute. her. And then Lauren out of left field goes, Cameron, I think I love you. And without hesitation, he's like, I love you. And they're fully, there's tears in both of their eyes. I believe every piece of it i am on the floor i'm like crying why am i crying it's too much for me to handle like the Let's chemistry right now. do they make it to the end like they're married they're happy together if they don't work number one i will be devastated <laughs> number two i think that it would maybe be like a family issue uh-huh. but if it but if they are able to work through all that I would I would assume, yeah. I think they're still together, yeah. It just was like you can't make that shit it's up. Real. That shit that that was like and also I like you have two people who when you see them in their interviews are seem like they really have their heads on straight. Mm. Like he, you know, seems like he's like very, very thoughtful. Clearly he's very like analytical. She is seems right away like she's able to kind of joke, but also not, you know. I don't know she's letting things roll like roll with the punches with some of these idiot guys making these comments sure. to her. She they both they're you know he's 28 she's 32. I don't know. They seem like they really have their heads on straight and they don't seem like the type of people. I would be surprised if we found out later from their friends if like when they then you know maybe go home if the friends and family are like well this happens a lot so you know, like a Peter situation where his parents are like, well, he does this. So we want to make sure that he's, you know, yeah. he can be a romantic. I, I would be surprised if we, well, we found saw the out. clip when I think it's her parents asking him, have you ever been in a room with all black people? Well, and then we Lauren earlier in the episode said that she's only dated black men before. So I'm very interested for her to see to see Cameron when they first see each other. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm fully like, I, the tears are Invested, streaming. Yeah. Um, and you, but again, you see him saying like, he thinks maybe that he might be rash, but he can't help how he feels. Again, let's remember, this is like an engineer. This guy seems very like thoughtful, maybe like a five on the Enneagram. Like he's not this guy who's just like, I love you so much. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem that way. Um, and they talk about how they trust each other, which... This experiment is just so interesting to me, like how it seems like they really, I don't know, like it, it they it really, they really like feel that way and, and mean it and believe it. Um, and then Cameron says, if we get married, that's it for me. We have to make it work. He's bawling. Okay. Lauren's like, I wish I could hold you. I, I was out. I was out the door. I couldn't handle it. It was just too much. It was too beautiful for me. Well, then we jumped to Carlton and Diamond. Which he is revealing he hasn't always been confident. And I was like, mm, yep, that's <laughs> like, obvious. Gotcha. Um, well, then we find out that in his interviews mm-hmm. that he's bi. Yes. He says um, he says that he's a hopeless romantic, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then he has a big secret. He said he's just attracted to hearts, which I thought was like a very sweet way to put it. Um, yeah. So we find out he's bi. But then he makes a couple comments that were interesting to me. Um, he said that he's been um, with both men and women. Um, like gender wasn't an issue for him, he says. But now he's looking for a wife. 
Um, that's now what specifically what he's looking for, which I feel like I may get heat for this, but I, I just, my heart, I feel like my heart hurts for him Yeah, because I do feel like this is probably something that he feels pressured or maybe because of like insecurities or like you said, because of, you know, having troubles when he was like growing up or whatever the fact that you know as a bi person that he's now specifically looking for a wife not just looking for a heart um like well, he said and, before and you know i also understand it because it's part of just like wanting to achieve normalcy in your of own course, life with your course. family with people mm-hmm. and you know one of my one of my best friends she is bi and she was like yeah i'm only gonna date guys because just easier with my family and I know it's like kind of it's difficult for some people to hear and it's difficult as a person. But then it's also understandable. It's like, yeah, your life's going to be a hell of a lot easier if you can just be in a hetero relationship, if you have that option. Yeah, it just made it just made me feel sad. Like, I mean, yeah. So then he's he says, well, his reason is what then upset me, too. All of this aside about yeah. him dealing with his bisexuality, yeah. which has got to be so difficult, not only to be just a bisexual man, which is already hard enough, but he's also a bisexual black man. Yeah. And there's just like a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but he says, I want a wife because women are a nurture- nurturing presence I can't find with men. And I'm like, oh, so you want a part time mommy, a.k.a. someone to like. Yeah, I just that statement just threw me off. Um, and and again, I'm seeing this thing of like free emotional that he labor get from a guy. Yeah, yeah. It, the whole thing was just like it felt a little off, and I just feel like this is then where I was sensing more with like him and Diamond that there's maybe going to be problems uh, because yeah. Diamond definitely seems like someone who's her own person who seems very strong and very confident. Like she's the fact that in the last conversation she was talking about, like, I trust my person. Like you do you, you have your own life. Like I, I'm interested to see them like in real time, him kind of being like, he wants this like nurturing love and affection and then leaning too heavy and diamond being like, you know, like how's that, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, but I'm also my own person too. And how's this going to work? And also, how is she going to react to him revealing his bisexuality, which is what it looks like is going down in the previews. Okay, is that what you think it is? 100%. Okay. Because he's saying I've been nothing but honest and and she's feeling like I'm deceiving her or it was something like that. Okay, yeah. So I, I have, definitely okay. think that's I, what's going my, on. My guess is that that's about something else. I, I think she's going to handle it well. We'll see. But I have a feeling. I have a feeling that and she's going to take it in strides. I'm calling it right now. She's going to be upset. Okay. All right. So, um, and he says that he's, you know, he's scared to talk about it with someone because he's scared that the person might walk away because of his, um, fluidity. So we'll see. Um, okay. So then the next day, day five, we see it. We see Mark with a guitar on his back, and I'm like, "Please, God, don't do it, Mark. Don't granted, go into the pod and no, play music for Jessica." Granted, there's no better situation than to be in a pod where you can just sing to someone, where they don't have to, where they where can I, make music, and you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to look at them while they're playing. The only way that I'd be okay with that is because I don't have to make eye contact yes, with them while yes, they're playing. That's actually, yeah, that I could just maybe enjoy their music. But I was just like, "No, Mark, don't do it." 
She's already between you and Barnett. And if you bring the guitar into the pod, she's going to go fully for Barnett. This okay? isn't Bachelor. <laughs> Listen to your heart. Oh, which, by the way, we will be recapping that because that's the only thing that's pre-taped. That's it. So we're for sure recapping that. <laughs> Sorry if you're upset about Buckle it. Buckle up, broads. <laughs> we're going to get real musical and Who real Who knows weird. when the next time is we'll have Bachelor content. <laughs> we have to do it for ABC. For ABC. Always um, be Cam. Always be Cam. But now I really believe always in be it with Cameron. this Cameron. Yeah. Always be Cameron. Oh, my God. I love him so much. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Mark and Jessica are talking. He immediately oh, is this like is what I was talking about. Yeah. OK. Talking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he immediately says uh, Mark and with Mark and Jesse immediately says that he knew Jess was the one right off the bat. She's right away saying he's the cutest thing ever. And I'm like, as soon as I feel like as soon as like the you're so cute starts coming out when she's in between two guys this is not a good sign yep that's what i thought because too. now she's just like mark is sweet but barnett is oh, sexy mm-hmm. that's ugh, okay um jessica and mark are definitely like they're vibing she's 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 emotional with him and i think she really does like him but i don't know he though you're right the though your cute comment was like mm. the cute comment was like okay uh but mark then at one point says i want you and i am literally like this is so hot like i this is now when like i'm derobing in the pot <laughs> pushing my nude body up against the- <laughs> 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 wait can you, you can't see, this? see me <laughs> mark can you, you see this you can't even see bl- god damn it <laughs> you can't even see anything at all are you sure <laughs> push up again I can feel you breathing. I can feel your heartbeat. Oh. <laughs> Press up against the glass on your side so we can be closer. Oh my god, I can feel the heat from your body. Oh. <laughs> but uh, he, yeah, Mark's been asking like if I do ask you to spend the rest of your life with me, like, where's your mind at? And then again, and then at that moment, then too, I was like, well, I was like super into it when he said that I, I want, I want you. you. Now but you're now like, I'm, like, why are we talking about marriage back. again? I'm putting my clothes back up. And okay. Okay. This is a little too fast for me. Um, but she then says that she can see them walking out together, but she still seems a little hesitant to me. Um, and then we see Mark talking with the other guys and he's clearly like, loudly letting it be known that him and Jess hit like a big checkpoint because he knows that Barnett is also after Jess. So he wants Barnett to be like, hey, Barnett, Jess and I, we hit a big checkpoint today. (laughs) Just so you know. Good luck with that. I told her I wanted her. (laughs) She said she could see herself leaving with me. Um, And then we see Barnett in a corner talking with a guy named Rory who we haven't been introduced to. Um... I know there's these random people that we just haven't seen and Rory is like Barnett's life coach like who is Rory <laughs> he is like he is I saw cheering. him popping up a little bit here and there throughout the episode I'm like who is this guy maybe he, we'll see him next episode maybe he just didn't find someone yeah he's but he's like coaching Barnett and he, and you know Barnett we find out for sure he's into Jessica the most I think like I said I think he likes her because there's competition I think now all of a sudden he's the most into Jessica because there's a another male present who is competing with him and he seems kind of like that type of guy mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. um and then yes lauren and cameron and she's like five days in and i know who my future husband is 
he Cameron knows Lauren's the one and he's like I'm ready to propose and now he I'm did like, propose I'm like what is going on and he did he if proposed to the wall if you would have told me that there was a proposal in the very first episode I would have kept watching after those first 30 minutes are you right? kidding me he proposed he put a suit on he is a rose he is pressed up against the glass he asks <laughs> if she's up against the glass he makes her come over and then he gets down on one knee and which is actually somehow to her. cute I know because they're so, like anything that they do to me is just precious. She has her hand pressed it's up wholesome, against the glass. You know? It's they're very both, wholesome. They're both like so genuine and real. So, they are so genuine and real. And if I find out otherwise, if I if I find out that there's weird tea, I'm going to be devastated. Okay, love isn't real. Love is not real. Um, so uh, she says yes. And they're both also really attractive people, and so it's like there's not going to be any disappointment on either side when they. I see know each they're other. both super cute. Um, and they love each other. And they love minds. each other. They're grabbing the. He's like grabbing the wall, and she's like. It was just very emotional. Um, and then we find out that they finally get to see each other tomorrow. Yes. Um, then the next day we're back with Jessica. She's into both dudes. She's into both men. Um, oh, my God. So he said, Barnett, she sits down with Barnett and Barnett says, I'm hearing things. And she's like, I'm hearing things. Yes. Hey, Barnett, remember how there's three women on your side and then there's two on Jess's side? OK, just this kills me. Then they're talking about this, and I correct me if I heard this wrong. Uh-huh. But he says, "If there was no one else here, I would propose to you tomorrow." He said, "Is that not what he said?" He said, "If this place had no other guys and no other girls, I'd propose to you tomorrow." Is that supposed to be? I'm like, is that a compliment? <laughs> Am I supposed to be reassured by that? That sounds like if I wasn't talking to other bitches, I'd propose to you. And Jess is like, "What? You would?" she's literally like on the edge of her seat like oh my god you would uh that's when i was like it's over for this poor girl i know it, it, it's game over and then she literally says like well i couldn't believe that it was like she she's like what do you need me to do what do you need me to do to like reassure you like if you need me to pull the plug on these other things tomorrow i will and oh i'm just kind of like great barnett's about to get bored really fast because you just cave like that and we're like i'll do anything just tell me and i'll pull the plug he by the way is she would sleep with him on the first date no shade about that but and then would be like why he's not coming back probably because like he just is really busy yes. and i know that he's so a person and he just like well i slept either with her, they so they choose each other and then she is like very like she then uh he gets bored or she pulls a fast one on and Barnett picks and picks Mark and Which Barnett actually is, might happen. Maybe. And Barnett is devastated. And then because, goes with Amber. <laughs> and then goes with Amber. But he's devastated because like no one's ever rejected him. We didn't see a lot of LC with him, which makes me think that she ends up with somebody else. And yes. they're just trying to make her look a little him look a little bit more like a player for De- being that's into three definitely girls. a possibility. Definitely a I possibility. I think that I think he ends up with Amber, but also I'm just also going by the previews and it looks like he's with the girl with brown hair. Oh yes, but I feel like it's Amber. I feel like him and Amber are making out in the ocean. Yes. Yes. And then we see a nude Lauren. Okay. Uh, or not I nor, Lauren, excuse like me, a nude Jessica. Fully nude. Like what? Yeah. Okay, Netflix. Hi. <laughs> okay, Netflix, we see you. Love, love, love is blind. Um, um okay, so Cameron and Lauren, it is like she is looking so stunning, it's ridiculous. I know. I am living for her like olive in his maroon energy. They're about to unite. The colors are perfection <laughs> together. Um and then I mean, we don't see them. 
they're, we don't see them like coming together. Uh, we just see her and she keeps adjusting her perfect breasts. I'm just like, girl, they look good. Trust <laughs> She's me. snatched from head to toe. She looks <laughs> great. They look great. <laughs> they look great. Um, and Cameron, like you can tell, legitimately wanted to test this hypothesis to see if love is blind. And he is finding out that it sure seems like it is. And then we get a preview for the next episode. And I mean, this this shit looks wild. We see people proposing. We see so much. I That's the thing. That's I what I'm talking like, about. I couldn't handle how much was coming in. But then I started to think in in one 50 minute episode, we saw so much already. Like we are about to get like this is going to get wild. Oh, so crazy. And so we see. Um, yeah, we see people proposing people like I didn't think he looked like that. Uh, Jessica is saying that physical co- attraction can build. So whoever Mark. it's Mark, you think it's Mark? She's with Mark, or else she's with Barnett, and she's just like I'm used to hotter zaddies. No, and you are kind of she's with Mark. She's with Mark. Well, then yeah, we see a lot of we see diamonds. I think diamonds splashing a drink, and I think Carlton's face. We see people getting married. We see a bride, a literal runaway bride eating it. And then the pops up will age matter. Will race matter? Will looks matter? All this stuff. I can't even believe it. I'm so excited, broads. So excited. I think. I'm excited to see the other couples. Yeah, me too. Because really one I have faith in it's Lauren and Cameron. I mean, so far, same. So far, same. Um, So just so you broads know, because of the quarantine and probably like, you know, people aren't running to come record <laughs> because it's pretty much just me and Becca. We will be taking Love is Blind one episode uh-huh. at a time. So Tuesday, it's going to be episode two. If you want to follow along, if you haven't watched the show or you want to rewatch, Thursday will be episode three. We're mostly going to be going through. I think maybe we'll pop an episode here and there in on a Thursday. That's a non Love is Blind episode. We'll keep you updated. Um, but yeah, because of the situation, we're going to be taking our sweet time. If you don't like Love is Blind, sorry. But I will say, if you only, but if you've only watched the first episode of Love Is Blind, do me a favor, or like the and, first half of the first episode, yeah, like we finish did. <laughs> the first episode because it gets better. And I've heard that the second episode gets even crazier. So just like, you know, you're probably stuck inside. Just barrel through it and let's recap uh-huh. together. Okay, sound good. <laughs> All right, broads. <laughs> oh man, what an episode! I can't Chat wait. Soon. Chat soon, broads. Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. improves children's health by developing better treatments and technologies. Ranked number five in the nation, we take on the most complex, rare, and life-threatening conditions because all children deserve a healthy future. Learn more at childrensnational.org innovation.